0: And stop complaining that companies don't have it and they paying everybody else but you. That's because you're not doing something right because you're not in alignment with who you are. Nothing you need to do but claim who you are. Reveal who's there, who's buried under all the muck and mire of what life has done to you. That's not who you are, that's who life made you. That's the work, y'all. That's the work. If you're not working on that, you're working on the wrong thing. If you hire a coach and they tell you, I can help your boss see you different, they lying. And they don't have you to look at yourself in the mirror. They just took your money. I can take your resume and I can take you from 50 to 150. La! Welcome everyone to Money Loves Happy People. I'm your host, Chrissy Rutherford. And today we're going to be talking about how to say no in a nice way. How to say no in a nice way is searched 8.2 billion times a month. Do Y'all have a problem with saying no? Do you think that there is a way to say no in a nice way? So let's break it down. Let's talk about it. Five points I have today. Who is benefiting from your yes? Mm. A question. Who's benefiting from your yes? Number two, are you miserable trying to make everybody else happy? Are you disrespecting yourself to respect others? So let's jump into the first three points. Number one, who's benefiting from Your yes. A lot of times we're reluctant to say no because we think we're going to hurt somebody else's feelings. We're reluctant to say no because we want people to like us. We're reluctant to say no because they're depending on me. They need me. Who am I without them? What are they going to do? Who are they going to call? I'm the only one. So you're trapped in this perpetual cycle of being used. Are you trapped in a perpetual cycle of being used? And are you tired of it? Are you tired? Are you exhausted? Are you overwhelmed? Does your eye twitch when certain people call you on your phone? If you're trying to make everybody else happy and you're miserable, you're in trouble. So who's benefiting from your yes? I think about we're conditioned. I'm not sure about the men. Men, y'all write and comment on this video and let me know. Women are conditioned to be people pleasers at a very young age. I remember playing with my niece, and she has a stove set, a dishwasher. <laughs> Somebody bought her a plate set. They got her a mixing set. She got a broom and a mop. She got plastic cleaning sets. I'm like, why are we teaching this kid to be domestic? This is crazy. I don't see their son got a freaking kitchen set. Who bought this baby a bucket of dishes to wash? She's two. She love to wash dishes. She love to cook. She love to clean. This is crazy. The baby is two. She's five now. I told my brother, it's time for the baby to start her own business. She's going to start a soap making business. I'm going to put the links below this video. <laughs> Y'all order the baby soap. It's going to be great time for her to start making her own money. Leave these baby dolls where they at. Back on this. Were you conditioned at a young age to please other people? She go in the kitchen, and she cook, and she brings it to me. You like it? And I got to be like, Oh yeah, I love this plastic piece of girl. Mm, it's so good. It's delicious. She's happy that I'm happy. She's going to cook for her auntie so her auntie could be happy. She be like this, do you like it? Yeah, mm. I'd be like, no, I don't like it. she get mad and throw a tantrum. I'm the auntie. Now nah, I don't like it. I ain't want no pizza. I wanted the waffle. <laughs> Go searching them thousand plastic toys to find me the waffle. So were you conditioned at a young age to surrender what made you happy to make other people happy? were you conditioned at a young age to make other people happy and now that's your mission that is your sole intent in life is to make other people happy now you're tired you're worn out used abused broke <laughs> who's benefiting from your yes who's sleeping well at night giving you their problems for them to solve who's sleeping well at night well they know you got it because you're the dependable one. You're the one that everybody can count on. You're the one that's going to go out of the way to solve everybody else's problems. Have no time to solve your own problems. Actually, you probably don't even have no problems. You stay up at night worried about other people. When it comes to saying no, that's the reason I'm one to do it. You tired? No, I ain't got that. Christy, you want to help me move? Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, look at my face. What? You're going to call a movie company? I don't do that no more. 40 something. I got money. Will you pay for it? No, it ain't my (laughs) furniture. Somebody text me, Kristen, can we talk? For what? That's my question. I need to know. What are we going to talk about? I don't do agendaless phone calls. Even my friends. I don't have as many now. It's okay. I would rather have four quarters than 100 pennies. Not 100, but 100. I would rather have four quality friends where we share energy and we share information, we share intellectual property, and we're on a mission to be greater for ourselves, greater for humanity. And we need each other to get to the next level. than to have a hundred people who are using me. So when people say, can I talk to you? My question is why? Cause I know you want something from me. You want to extract something from me and extracting from me is no longer free. I'm an infopreneur. I have monetized, not unmonetized. I have monetized intellectual property that I'm not willing to give without expecting something in return. It is what it is. And it doesn't necessarily have to be money, y'all. I give service all the time. I know it's going to be returned. I stood in the uh, Chipotle line the other day. I was in the line for like 30 minutes. It was one chick working. And we got up to the front. I turned around laughing. The guy behind me, I said, I guess we was just committed. We were smelling the food. We were in line legit 30 minutes. It was like five people in front of us. And we laughed, but I paid for his food. And he said, oh, you didn't have to do that. I said, oh, no, it's okay. It's going to come back. I'm going to plant this seed. And You can do what you do. I know it's going to come back. That's me giving, knowing that it's going to be returned. So as we're talking about saying yes and no, are you giving out of drudgery? Are you giving out of obligation? Are you giving and expecting to get something in return? Or are you just giving and not anticipating anything coming back, which is why you empty, bitter, resentful, angry, and then you blame your job. It's not your job. These habits were instilled in you before you even got to work. Work is just the continuation of the habits of when you were a child. So is it really them or is it you? Who's benefiting from your yes? Number two, are you miserable trying to make everybody else happy? I talk to women who are afraid to ask for a raise because they say, I don't want to make my boss angry. What? So you go get another degree, hoping that he will see that you're working hard and expecting a raise without even asking for it. You didn't even need that degree. You didn't need it. You didn't need it. You didn't need it. You You just went and did something. Did I get his attention? He saw you. (laughs) You work harder. You volunteer for all the projects. Trying to make him happy with you, but you never ask. He saw you. He thanked you. He didn't pay you because you didn't ask. So then you go get another degree. Now you're tired, bitter, resentful, angry. And you got two degrees. And now you mad. And then you be like, he intimidated by me. I got more degrees than him. He saw you. (laughs) Can y'all catch this cycle? Do I need to draw it? I mean, my God. Then you stop expecting it. Because you read the articles and then you start to buy the music of the chorus that sings. Pay hey, women ain't value. Pay me my value. Pay black women ain't value. Pay me, pay me, pay me. Okay, girl, what's your value, huh? <laughs> you said pay me my value. What's your value? Huh? What? Is this? You had to sign. You made the post. I saw all your angry Comments and your dissertation on LinkedIn this long about why the company should pay your value. What is your value? Well, you know I don't really need that much. You know, another eight thousand. What? <laughs> deodorant seven dollars. I went to the store. I said, like, "Wait, this ain't the twin pack. One pack of deodorant, one stick, seven dollars." <laughs> so you're not even trying to keep up with inflation. You ask for 7,000. They tell you, no, you know why? Cause you're valued at another 200. They know you don't know your value. No, denied. Now you fall back into the, they don't pay me my value. That song, in chorus. when are you going to create a new song? Do you see how not being able to say no to your family now results into your challenges at work? It's not even about your job. It's about you giving away your value. It's about you being stuck in a cycle and a pattern that's no longer serving you. It's not about them, but they're the easiest people to blame. There's enough data and enough articles to be able to justify your anger, to keep you where you are. You know what? You're going to stay broke, mad, resentful, singing the same old song for the next five to 10 years. When are you going to get off that song and start playing your own music and get your money? It's available. It's waiting for you. Do you have the mindset to be able to access what's available to you? Number three, are you disrespecting yourself in order to respect others? Are you disrespecting yourself at work? playing second fiddle to a person whose song is not in tune in order to be respectful. I talk to a lot of women who be like, I'm better than my boss. Yes, you are. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. Do you want to learn how to ask for and get a 30% raise without getting another degree? Look, black women are the most educated and the least paid. I should tell you that that math is not math the degree is not the path to the next level. It's actually learning how to articulate the value and take credit for the work that you've already done. So I want to invite you to get my brief case study at changenowwithfruesty.com. Just get the information, use it, and take the money out of the hands of your employers and put it into your household because you already deserve it. You just have to know how to ask for it. Again, changenowwithfruesty.com. I can't wait you to get this insight, use it, and get the money that you deserve. Take care. I'm better than my boss's boss. Well, yes, you are. And what? What are you doing about it? I agree. You've told everybody. You've sung the song. What are you doing about it but complaining about it? Nobody has ever challenged that story. They be like, yeah, girl, you right. Me, what are you doing? Have you applied for the position three levels up? Or are you going to stay there and keep complaining about it? you're better than everybody and they're intimidated by you? The problem is... You chose a lower-fitting position to not ruffle any feathers, and now you to mess around and hung out and fell into the hyena den. Mufasa just showed y'all lions and lionesses can't hang out with the hyenas. His own haterade brother killed him. Lion King is a phenomenal lesson on leadership. Now let me bring it back because I got a microphone, but I'm yelling. Why are you working around a bunch of hyenas complaining that they claw your back out and bite your butt? That's what hyenas do. You're out of position. Everybody can't be a hater in your office and you're the only one who's regal. Everybody can't be a hater in your office and you're the only one who got some sense. You're out of position. They right where they should be. You're out of position. Complaining that hyenas are doing what hyenas do. When are you going to rise up, queen? Put your crown back on and go where you belong. We have tripled 10 women's salaries and doubled 20. In four months. How? Reminding the queen that she's a queen. She's had the crown the whole time. Put it back on and own how great you are. Remember how great you are. Stop saying yes to everybody and say yes to yourself. Stop keeping your commitments to everybody and breaking the commitment to yourself. You're committed to show up at work to be able to mentor people two hours every week, but you don't have two hours a week to work out. Now you're thicker than a snicker, eating honey buns, talking about they won't let me work out. I did it. I was a 12 tight. Y'all know the 12 tight is, right? 12 tight is when you're 14, but I refuse to buy new clothes. I've been over, everything gonna bust out. So I just, I couldn't, I dropped something. I just got to kick it to the curb and be like, somebody gonna get that for me? (laughs) I'm not buying no new clothes. I didn't have time to work out, but I mentored my junior leaders two hours every night. At five o'clock. When everybody going home, they would drag their chairs in my office and we would sit down and have Q&A time. Now, I don't regret that because naturally I'm a coach and I'm a mentor. And to this day, these dudes are killing the game. They're some of the top leaders in the organization. It was a sacrifice to that, though. Was it worth it? Mm. Mm. I think we could have did it better. I think I could have gave them two hours a week, two hours a day, y'all. And I'm thicker than a snicker. I'm woe out. I'm tired. I'm crazy. I'm anxious. I hate my life. I can't run game on nobody. I don't have time to date anybody because I'm mentoring people. I wasn't saying I ain't doing that. And let's be clear. I had 160 people work for me. I mentored 90 people outside of my office. I was doing too much. Are you doing too much? Friday night, 11 o'clock, I'm in the club mentoring people. They're calling me. I step outside. Lou John to the window to the wall playing. I got to step outside the wall. <laughs> Sunday morning, 6.30, they're waking me up. I got to the be there. I have trained people to need me. It was too much. So I want y'all to consider this. In order to get to the next level, you need to do one right thing. Y'all are doing 20 good things. I was doing 20 good things, but I burned out. I really needed to do one right thing. What's that one right thing? Take care of my mental and physical health. Make myself a priority. Start saying no. Focus on Christy. Be selfish. Get my life right. Get my mind right. Get my body right. People be like, Chrissy, can you call me? What you doing? I sit in my house and look out at the ocean. I put up a post recently where I was riding my bike down the street, whistling. But this is what I'm doing when people are asking me why I'm not calling them back. I'm riding my bike down the street, whistling. Like this. <laughs> what you doing? Nothing. Watching the Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing absolutely nothing. I'm not calling you back. What you won't? What you won't? You wanna extract my energy, my time, and my intellectual property? No. Who can call me immediately? The five-year-old. Uh, hey, I got it. my niece is calling. Oh my god, I'm gonna ask. baby calling me. My brother, free access. Certain people in my family, I love my family. Other than that. So number three was, are you disrespecting yourself to respect others? Number four, the two conditions on whether or not you want to say yes. Do you want to do it? And how are you going to feel when you do it? Do you want to do it? And how are you going to feel when you do it? So when I learned this, finally came out the jungle around the children of Israel, going around in my brother's house for 40 years. It was three and a half years. This was a long time. It was a journey. Came out fresh in these streets with this, with just who I am, y'all. It's, this is who I am. I was who life made me. This is who I am. Call me, label it whatever you want to. Call me selfish, self-centered. She thinks she all that. She loud. Whatever, whatever. And I'm happy. That's it. I don't care how you label how I feel about myself. You too confident. What you want me to be, weak? (laughs) You think you all that. What you want me to think I'm a loser? You intimidate me. Look, let me tell you something. Now, I used to be real crazy. Toxic. Aggressive. If I intimidate you now, (sighs) pure in heart, what do you want me to do? Turn my light down so you can be comfortable? No. Bust up out my face. We ain't got to be friends. I won't do one thing for you to like me. Nothing. 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 So anyway, get off that tangent. So we were having a happy hour with my friends. And one of my friends was like, I got a ticket to the Redskins game. My boyfriend, you know, is it going? Do you want to go? I was like, "Uh uh-uh. I just, they was waiting for the rest of the answer. (laughs) They looking at me, I'm like this. (laughs) That's my answer. No there's this weird pause and I'm done. What y'all want me to say? No, cause my cat need braces or no girl. I got plans. Or I can't do that cause I'm moving. Uh-uh, I'm getting my hair done. Uh-uh, I can't. I can't because, because, because no, no is my answer. No, I don't have to lie and come out of integrity with myself. I'm not going to lie to you and step out of integrity when the Lord is watching and keeping count at all time, the answer is no. And it wasn't a guilty. No, it wasn't an aggressive. No, it wasn't a, it was mm -mm. I'm smiling. I'm happy. (laughs) I'm not going to go so you can feel good about me. I'm not going to go because your boyfriend ain't going. I'm not going to spend $200 of my money to waste four hours of my time for something that I don't even find entertaining. Now, if you'd have been like, I got tickets to go see Lord of the Rings in the replay in the movie theater. I'm outing. How much? Boy, if you're doing something that I want to do, oh, yes. But it's something that I don't want to do. That would have been something out of obligation. So she didn't lose out. So I'm going to pay my money and lose four hours of my time so she don't lose. That's not my business. And my other friend laughed about it. She said, Chris, we'll wait for the rest of your answer. I was like, girl, that was it. So number one is, do you want to do it? If not, just say no. 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 <laughs> we have to train when I have a whole hour module in a week. In my program, teach women how to say no. Why does it take a week to teach people how to say no? Obviously, it's searched 8.2 billion times a month. How to say no in a nice way. And you're trying to do it not to disrespect or dishonor other people all the while disrespecting yourself. That's the problem. Second point, how do you feel when you're doing it? So a lot of times people be like, well... I want to go because, or I'm going to say yes, because I need to serve at church. It's service now. It's not. You can't sow a negative seed and expect positivity. You can't do something with drudgery and expect to get something positive in return. The energy that is returned to you is based on the energy that is sent out when you do it. The seed that is returned to you is based on the seed and the intent when you planted it. If you go and you serve and cuss under your breath at church, that is not a positive seed. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast as much as we loved putting it together for you to share insight to make your life better. Now. Did you get your copy of my resume course, How to Use a Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume to Land You a high paying Job? Look, even if you have somebody write your resume for you, how do you know whether or not it sucks? (laughs) And did you give them the information to be able to write a great resume? Or did you hope that they were going to spend gold out of something that you gave them that wasn't that good? So get this course, not just to write your own resume, but to be able to provide resume writers with what they need to adequately tell your story so you can get paid the money that you desire and deserve. So go ahead and click on the link on around this video, get this course, use it and get paid what you deserve is less than $50. I mean, come on, just get the course and use it. See you soon. If you go and you say yes to your friends and then talk about them the whole time that you're there, that is not a positive seed. That is not service. That is drudgery. That's not the way to move. That is not the way to do it. So number one, do you want to do it? Number two, how do you feel? And if you make the decision when you're conscious, because I had a client who became aware. We spent a whole week, y'all, learning how to say no. How to mean it, how to anchor yourself into it, how to make that your reality. Not something that you talk about, but something that you are. And she got invited to this cookout with her husband. She didn't want to go, but she said yes. Complain the whole time. Now she sees herself complaining because she sees that she has created pain for herself to make him happy. But she's making him miserable because she has been complaining for four hours. When she could have just stayed at home, he could have went by himself. And I said, that was on you. You did that. That wasn't him. And you spent four hours making yourself miserable and making everybody else miserable. What are you going to do the next time? She said, I'm not going to go. So if you do say yes and you don't want to do it, you can't complain when you get there. That is a sacrifice. That is a conscious decision to do something that you don't want to do In order to make other people happy, you can't complain when you get there. You did it. You did it. Point number five, service out of obligation is not a good seed. I just talked about it. When you serve and you surrender your joy and you serve in drudgery, that is not a good seed. That's like planting a peanut seed and expecting an orange. It's, it's not going to happen. That's like planting prunes, which prunes are not really a seed. It's not a fruit, technically. But it's planting a prune, work with me here, and expecting a peach. You get back what you put out. You're going to get more negative experiences because you just planted a negative seed. Now you created a karmic cycle of misery for yourself. Don't leave. We're going to take a couple of questions from some of the women that we have on the line to see if they have anything. You have any questions? Okay, I have one, Christy.
1: Say if, if the journey is to put yourself in that role or to you're looking for that and so you're interviewing. Okay. But being aware that although I have my own perpetual cycles that I'm trying to learn about, get a hold of, and not repeat, you know, you're dealing with other people that, probably got some too like the people that are interviewing you whatever and so you're you know you don't know the culture yet and so you're trying to be wise and you know you take something and then you get in there and you realize that some toxic stuff Mm -hmm. and I'm not a job hopper like I am definitely one that will just deal with it you know kind of Mm -hmm. thing but I am aware that you know when that self-love kick in it's like, that's why I think that's why I can relate to you <laughs> because like when that stuff love kick in or whenever your lesson you learn your own lessons, mm-hmm. it's like you get bold, you know? And, and you kind of, when you are upfront and honest, if you're a person that say what you mean and mean what you say, you know, it can be taken the wrong way. And sometimes it's like you almost want to like, just to, because you got goals. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm just going to take this job. Because it's going to give me a platform, you know, something consistent to be able to fulfill my other dreams, mm-hmm. like all the other things I got going on that these people don't know about, they don't care about. And I'm not even interested in them knowing about it, but I just kind of got my own system. So that's why I'm like even looking and trying to increase my, my salary is because I realized when I went off on my own, with my own business, that there was more to it. And so I kind of needed that. I wanted to, I'm i taking a back step trying to get that stability again, that regular job, so I can, like, build my dream.
0: Okay, I got
1: you. So my question is, how do you have your own perpetual issues that pre- people probably picking up on? Oh, yeah. You know, they kind of see you coming, and it's like, how do you, you know, not be looked at Uh, are judged or you know for for those weaknesses but yet be expecting something great (laughs) like be expecting that high salary or whatever
0: okay you said a lot i love it so we're gonna unpack should i quit my job for entrepreneurship in a different episode so i'm gonna address that right so tune in (sighs) number one if you're conscious that you're carrying baggage that needs to be resolved if you're aware of that Easiest thing is to resolve your baggage. That's one. Mm -hmm. It's not easy, but it is. It's easy to say that it's easy to somebody who does this as a profession, right? And it's easy because we have a system and we have a method to be able to get it done. Mm -hmm. It's not as easy if you're not willing to let it go. That's one. Mm -hmm. So acknowledging that you have some stuff, Mm -hmm. that's amazing, right? So Mm -hmm. I want to commend you for that. If you walk into a scenario, the last page, actually, in trauma default, I talked about how trauma default triggers work at work, how trauma default triggers show up at work. Your childhood trauma is triggering somebody else's childhood trauma. So I have a client mm-hmm. who babysat her siblings. A lot of times, another pattern of women who babysat their siblings growing up. Mm-hmm. They become HR. (laughs) Now you babysit adults. Mm -hmm. A lot of women who raise their siblings or babysat their siblings at no cost work in HR, babysitting grown people for a little bit of money and not necessarily expect a lot of money because you did it for free. Mm -hmm. But she worked in HR and her boss loved her, but she talked down to him. Because she always acting like somebody mama. So we get on the phone. She's like, my boss wants to keep me. He don't want me on his team no more. He wants to move me, but he wants to keep me. I already know. That's my gift. (laughs) I just need to get her to tell it to me. Okay. If she babysat her siblings, he probably has mama issues, where he don't necessarily like his mama talking down to him. Her perpetual state of talking to people like their children is triggering his childhood trauma of his mama talking down to him. He understands Mm -hmm. her value. He's melting. She had to solve that for herself. She had to understand that one, her baby is grown. She doesn't have to babysit anybody anymore. She doesn't have to take care of anybody anymore. And she wasn't that happy. Now she's happy. Now he's reaching out to her all the time because she ended up leaving that job. Like We want you back. We want you back. We want you back. Because when he talks to her, he can feel her energy. So like I was talking to someone in a different episode when she was talking and asking these questions, I'm like, I don't necessarily hear what you say. I hear your energy. I hear your vibrations. So Mm -hmm. your energy speaks louder than anything that comes out of your mouth. So if you're showing up in an interview wounded, they feel it. If Mm you showed up in an interview like a victim, they feel it. If you're showing up as in an interview Pretending to be Mary Poppins while you on fire and you straight nuck if you buck WWF, they can see it and they can feel it. The paint mm-hmm. is melting off the wall and you smiling like the Grinch. Denied. <laughs> oh, they say I'm overqualified. They don't want me. They don't hire women. So the work is on you. When you get yourself in order, when you create a pleasing and harmonious attitude within yourself because you've done the work and you've done the personal development, you can see, you just stay out of the trap and the triggers of other people. You avoid the minefields of being sucked into the drama of other people. Because you're on top of yours. There's no way you're going to go back to that. This is a lifestyle of joy. This is a lifestyle of happiness. This is a lifestyle of me understanding who I am. I can operate amongst other people because they say something. They're in pain. A broken person can't break you without being broken in return.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Let me say that again a broken person can't break you without being broken first and being broken in return. When are you going to exit their toxic karmic cycle? They already broken. They going to break you and Mm -hmm. then they're going to create another karmic debt for themselves to be broken. That's Mm -hmm. their toxic cycle that you're being victimized because you're in it. Once you get yourself in order, you be like, (laughs) Oh. <laughs> you mm-hmm. "He must be in trouble. Mm-hmm. He must have mama issues."
1: And I feel like I'm on the cusp. I'm right there because it's like a, like the whole concept of Mufasa, like that. Well, you are not there because
0: you're not their peace. Say it again. You're not capable of being somebody's piece. You still knock if you buck. Once they see that you're not wounded by their wounds. They will come to you for wise counsel. Because you're not triggered by their pain. You're offering them compassion. You're offering them love. You're offering them neutrality. Hey, Chrissy Rutherford here inviting you to join my private community. Money loves happy people. Yes, the information is so good. We do live interviews Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I have hundreds of on-demand videos in this community, including my signature course, How to Use the Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume. My other course, Seven Keys to Getting the Raise that You Desire and Deserve. I made hundreds of videos from amazing thought leaders from around the world. You have access to on-demand for less than $500. Go ahead, register, join us in this community, get this insight and get paid what you desire and deserve. Take care. Unbothered, mm-hmm. unshaken. Somebody they can confide in. Everybody is going through something in 2023. Right, right. You have right. done no work. If you've done nothing to address who you are, you walking around a ball of fire, a psychopath. You hear me? Pretending to be happy and you're not. I watch these women on LinkedIn. I watch these counselors on LinkedIn. I be looking at these mental health consultants. I swear I screenshot them and send them to my coaches. Psychopaths. (laughs) Who y'all helping? Y'all need help. Right. Blink twice. Girl, if you need help, stop it. (laughs) But you're doing it for the money. Let me get off that. Let me get back on it. So. (laughs) When you have peace. Hold on. Hold on. And and, and I'm going to let you ask the question. When you have peace and you have harmony and you have joy and you operate in a perpetual cycle of continuously seeking peace and joy and harmony, companies can feel that too. This Uh is when they be like, how much they will open the door, roll out the red carpet and be like, what do you want? We need that here. You want to stand out in this market. You want to stand out in these challenging times, be a woman of peace. That is the uncommon denominator. It don't matter how many degrees that you got. Mm-hmm. People want harmonious, high achieving, ambitious women on their team. Period. This is what we do. They have swing that door open so fast and be like, How much? Ask me your question. Nah,
1: no, that's good, man. I definitely did not put myself in the knuck and category, but right after you just explained that it's like, oh my goodness.
0: You gotta tell the truth. Y'all gotta start telling the truth. It's okay to be angry. You have every right to be angry, but you don't have a right to be angry. Right? People would call me an angry black woman back in the day. I would I would take out my sword and cut your head off. You know you call me an angry black woman? We know I was angry. It was true. I was in pain. I was being harassed. But my forest was on fire long before my boss showed up. My forest was on fire long before I got to work. My forest was on fire long before I got to the black college. And people told me I wasn't black because I was light-skinned and had green eyes. I thought I was black. I grew up black. I identified as black till I got to a black college. So that pain of not being accepted by mm-hmm. people who look like me. Mm-hmm. In agricultural business, I didn't go to Clemson Mm -hmm. because I went to the Future Farmers of America camp in Kansas City in high school. People had never seen black people before. We were farmers from like Utah and Oregon and North Dakota. It didn't go good for the system. So Mm -hmm. I didn't go to certain colleges to study agricultural business because I didn't want to meet no farmers who ain't never seen black people before. I didn't know that existed. So I went Mm -hmm. to a black college. And was rejected by my people.
1: So wow. I had a lot of yeah. challenges
0: with black women rejecting me because I wasn't. Does that make sense? So it's like we're hearing mm-hmm. all of these things. That's the stuff that we have to oh. identify and let go. And if you're still being triggered, it means that mm-hmm. you still have work to do. The greatest triggers that show yeah. up in your life is the unresolved stuff that you need to address now. Listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. read books to solve that problem. Because once you get that one out mm-hmm. of the way, the next one will show up. Once you get that one out of the way, the next mm-hmm. one. You were never done. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Just real quick, I did want to share yesterday something that homework I hadn't done for myself that it came, it revealed itself with one of your other clients. And that was like, knowing like what strengths you bring to Mm -hmm. something and I took the time to do that and it blew my mind Mm. like the stuff that I wrote down and I thought no one knows this about me you know what I mean and it just blew my mind like maybe got like 20 things I mean it's crazy and I was just like wow so thank you for that
0: you're welcome so a problem that women have with writing resumes is that You're giving the resume writer trash, right? Hoping that they're going to spin it into gold like Rumpelstiltskin. Resume writers, Rumpelstiltskin was my favorite book growing up. Resume writers can't spin cotton candy out of ish. (laughs) Until you get clear on what gifts you have and take credit for all the stuff that you've done, you give them that or you can write it yourself. You can also get it in my resume course how to write an irresistible resume <laughs> using a superpower method at the superpower method.com. But it's like you need to be able to own what you've done, and we don't do that well. We don't take credit for that. We take credit for like the small things, or we're told to dummy down our resumes. And if you're looking at jobs and people keep saying that you're overqualified, it's because you are. Why are you getting mad? that you've gone to five jobs and applied and they've all said you overqualified and now you're a freaking victim. It means that you should be two levels higher than where you are. What are you talking about? They're telling you you shouldn't be here. They're telling you we chickens and you an eagle. You don't belong here. We are a hyena then. They know who they are. You want to come in here, lioness? We're going to scratch your back out. And then you're going to try to file a complaint on us, talking about we harassing you. We hyenas. They know who they are. You don't know who you are. Y'all got to get a position. Y'all are creating these toxic work environments and then complaining about it and then beating the drum with all these other people who in these low-paying, raggedy jobs complaining that they're not making their money. But you keep hanging out with the hyenas and wondering why you're getting your back clawed out. And they tear your freaking mane off and they pluck the diamonds and the rubies out your crown. <sighs> You did that leave. We double and triple salaries in four months. Cause these women already have that value. We've gotten five women. Now we have clients of all races, but I love to talk about the sisters. Cause people always tell us what we can't do. Five black women, seven figure packages. They already were valued at seven figures. They just didn't claim it. They just were unaware of who they were because life wore them out. We've gotten all nationalities. I ain't going to say all. That's why we've gotten different nationalities and diversity. women, (laughs) Women of diverse backgrounds, increased value, but people always are writing articles about what women can't do. You can always find data to justify the story that you're gonna tell yourself. It's time to start a new story. So, a part of my goal and the work that I want to do in the world is I want to create a new conversation about what's possible for us. I want to let y'all know women making four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars easy, six hundred thousand dollars easy, eight twenty-five easy. Y'all can get seven-figure packages. Shoot for a hundred thousand. Deodorant is seven dollars. Shame on you. Wrong y'all get this money and stop complaining that companies don't have it and they paying everybody else, but you, that's because you're not doing something right. Cause you're not in alignment with who you are. Nothing you need to do, but claim who you are. Reveal who's there. Who's buried under all the muck and mire of what life has done to you. That's not who you are. That's who life made you. That's the work y'all. That's the work. If you're not working on that, you're working on the wrong thing. If you're hiring a coach and they tell you I can help your boss see you different, they lying. And they don't have you to look at yourself in the mirror. They just took your money. Maybe I can take your resume and I can take you from 50 to 150 without having a 20-hour conversation to you to dig up what you really done. It's not true. Y'all got to stop falling for the okie doke and then telling me about Coach Hurt. I don't want to hear it. Well, I worked with two people already. They didn't help me. Because they were never solving the root cause of what's really going on. And they didn't challenge y'all to tell the truth. They let y'all live in a lie and stay in a lie. We don't do that over here. Y'all see I get aggressive when we be like... <laughs> now, it's not necessarily aggression. It's passion. Like, y'all have to tell... The truth and the truth shall set you free with the love of the Lord. Are we good? Thank you all so much for joining me for this episode of money loves happy people. Again, the five points that we made today in how to say no in a nice way. Number one, who's benefiting from your yes. Two, are you miserable trying to make everybody else happy? Three, are you disrespecting yourself? to respect others for the two key determining factors on whether or not you should do something is, do you want to do it and how are you going to feel when you do it? Don't be out here doing stuff and complaining when you know, you didn't want to do it. That's on you. And number five service out of obligation is not a good seed. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening channels, iTunes, for you Apple players, I'm an Android lover, but iTunes rules podcast. And then also, YouTube. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Take care. If you're smart enough and if you are aware enough that you need to change, you would choose to change today and get the money that you deserve at changenowwithchristy.com and your life will never be the same for the best.